This is my body, my choice. Jesus says, this is my body given up for you. The left says, this is your body given up for me. My body, my choice. This is the mantra that we hear all across America right now, and we have for decades, really, at this point. My body, my choice. The left claims, cries, begs that this body that they have must be protected at all costs. And it is an entire inversion, just the opposite of what Jesus says. And we need to understand that. We need to understand that this is a war of religions. It's not just politics. It's not just legislation. It's not just a choice. It is one religion versus another religion. And we're going to look at that today. We're going to see how it really is this way. You don't have to believe me. You can just look at the evidence and decide for yourself. But Jesus says, this is my body given up for you. The left says, this is your body given up for me. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body, Jesus, in Matthew 26, 26. And then Jesus goes on to say and do and say, This is my body, I will sacrifice it for you so that you can live. This cult of death on the left says, This is my body, and I have it, and it's my possession, and you, tiny baby, have to sacrifice your life so I can live. It's exactly inverted, exactly backwards. And now this culture has everything backwards. And there is even a hint that Roe versus Wade will be overturned and they will not be able to practice their religion of sacrifice and death. They are absolutely losing their minds. We'll look at that today. I'm Ed Odegaard and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. I am Matt Odegaard, your host, and thank you so much for stopping by today. If this is good for you, if you like it, if it helps you, please consider subscribing, liking, and sharing it. Share it with one friend. Text it to them right now. Email it to them so that they can understand more of what is going on in their world and how to live in this world, how to be good in this world, how to do the right thing. This isn't about me, it's about you following after God and doing the right thing. That's what this all is about. So today, we're going to continue on. We're going to talk about SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, and their draft decision that was leaked the other day. If you want a bunch of information on that, go and listen to my last episode where I talk all about it and the ins and outs of it. I'm not going to get into all of the detail again today at that granular level, but what we're going to do is look at some of the other things that are happening as a reaction to this draft decision that isn't even real yet, and it hasn't even happened, but this whole thing is an intimidation tactic designed to pressure the Supreme Court justices to not get rid of Roe versus Wade. That is exactly what this whole thing is designed to do, this whole leak. So we will continue to pray for the justices, that they stand firm, that they stand with courage, and do the right thing. But before we get to that, I want to talk about one more Supreme Court story that I haven't heard a lot about, but I think really illustrates where we are as a culture and why it's important to have Supreme Court justices that do the right thing and why it's important to have religious freedom. So what we're going to look at on Monday is a Supreme Court, uh, the Supreme Court made a ruling about a Christian flag at the Boston City Hall. And I know that sounds small and minor and doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I think it is important. And I think it's, it's an important point that helps us understand what is going on in culture. So what is happening in this case? Well, there is a Boston City Hall and in front of the City Hall, here's a picture of it, Boston City Hall, in front of the city hall, 
there are three flags. And the first flag, again, if you're not watching, I'll describe as an American flag. And under the American flag is a small POW MIA flag. Great. Then is the Massachusetts state flag, I believe. And then the third flagpole has rotated. Other organizations have asked and been allowed to put flags up on that pole. So in, I think it was 2015 or 17, I'm sorry, I don't have that year here. It was a few years ago. Um, this guy, uh, 2017, sorry. Uh, this guy from the organization Camp Constitution said, can I fly a Christian flag on that flagpole? And the Boston City Hall and the government said, no, no, you may not fly a Christian flag on the flagpole because they said it could be, quote, interpreted as an endorsement by the city of a particular religion in violation of separation of church and state in the Constitution, end quote. So he was not allowed to fly a Christian flag on the flagpole. Now, he thought, well, it seems like there's more going on here. And I'll tell you the more going on here because if you just heard that, you'd say, well, okay, I guess there should be some separation and the state should not create a state uh, religion that you have to follow. That is actually what the First Amendment or the amendment is about, that, that there should be no establishment of religion. That's true. So, okay, this sounds good. Like maybe the state made a good decision, but then you hear that there's more to the story. And in fact, some 300 times in the past few years, other flags have flown in that third flagpole spot. What kind of flags, you ask? Well, here's one. This flag happens to be the pride flag. And it's not just the normal pride flag. This is the pride flag with the extra BIPOC and trans stuff on it because the LGBTQ plus AAIP dollar sign hashtag. It just goes on. There's no end to it, as we know now. And so this is the pride flag that was on. And this is also an imperial flag. I've talked about that before. Why is it an imperial flag? Because the pride flag does not represent a nation. It represents an idea. And that idea, according to their ideology, is supposed to be human spreading. It's not in one nation. It's all nations. And that means it's imperial. It spreads the entire globe, which is why you see this flag at United States embassies all over um, all over the world because it's not just about america it's about more which also could be considered a religion but i won't get into the weeds of that let's talk about a couple of the other flags that were in here let me look so it has de uh, displayed the rainbow lgbtq flag okay we looked at that it has done a flag commemorating the battle of bunker hill wonderful uh and a flag honoring malcolm x mm, that doesn't seem quite appropriate but let's keep going on this list uh countries Brazil, China, Ethiopia, Italy, Mexico, Turkey. Yeah, we're kind of getting in the weeds here, right? Like China, China, the Communist Republic of China is having a flag displayed outside the Boston City Hall. That just doesn't seem appropriate. Like, I don't think we should be communist. I don't think we should be supporting communism. So yeah, you could say we shouldn't support religions as a government, but we probably shouldn't support communism as a democratic government either, right? I mean, anybody, anybody? All right. So then you delve down into the weeds of this and go, oh, 300 times this flagpole has been used for other things like this. In fact, they said yes to every organization that said, hey, can I fly a flag in front of the Boston City Hall? They said yes every single time, 300 times. It was like 298. I'm, I'm rounding. Except for this one time when this guy said, hey, can one of these flags be a Christian flag? They're like, no, 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 we can't do that. So... This went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court looked at it and said, uh, yeah, you, you have created not a government entity like the American flag is on. They're not taking down the American flag and replacing it with another flag, which, by the way, other organizations have done, other government parts of America have done, this story for another day. But 
you're using this third flagpole as a public display flagpole. And so if you say you can't have one religion on this flagpole, but you have all the other things and ideas and religions and Malcolm X and pride and China, uh, no, you can't do that. Like <laughs> either you say it's just a flagpole for government use or it's a public flagpole and basically anybody can go on there. Plus, again, very specifically, you can't you can't promote, but you also can't eliminate a specific religion just because you don't like it. And this is where I think we get to the cultural point on this. It's very clear that you can support literally anything. And we'll look at the murdering of babies in just a moment, but you can support Pride and LGBTQ and apparently Malcolm X and China. And you can support all kinds of things except for Christianity. Once Christianity goes in, the Bible, anything like that, you cannot support that. That cannot be allowed. We can't look at it. Avert your eyes. Doesn't exist. Like we can't talk about it. It just seems like this is a very clear cultural reality that we're living in. And it's just also very interesting that this particular case, nine out of nine justices on this Supreme Court voted that you cannot uh, discriminate against a religion like this. And I think that's actually a really big win. I think that shows that there is some thread of religious freedom left, at least a little one. So I thought that was an interesting story. I wanted to share that. Let's get back to Roe versus Wade and this other court case, because this is a, this is a very important court case. So what we're looking at is this case, Mississippi versus Dobbs, and they heard arguments. They've actually been working on arguments, and apparently they've even been writing draft decisions. Again, for a full brief on that, go listen to yesterday's episode, uh, The End of Roe versus Wade, <clears throat> at churchpublic.com or any of the podcast places. So go and listen to that, and then come back and understand that we're talking about a draft decision. Nothing has been decided, and it was leaked, this draft decision, which never has happened before in the history of the Supreme Court or America, which is a really, really big and bad thing in terms of the rule of law and, and court precedent. But, oh, and, and as an update, um, Chief Justice John Roberts yesterday did confirm the draft decision is a real draft decision. It is still a draft, and it's not done, but it is a real draft decision, and all intents and purposes look like this is the way those five justices at least are leaning, which would be a majority, which would mean this probably will go through. But this whole thing as a leak was inspired to create chaos and create intimidation from the politicians and the leftists and the randos on Twitter and everybody else all over America that really is fighting for abortion to be legal with no restrictions whatsoever. And it's intended to intimidate the justices into not voting in the way that they have said they probably will in getting rid of Roe. So Chief Justice John Roberts said it is real and it is a really big problem in terms of the office of the Supreme Court and the rule of law. But today what we're talking about is some of the response that we've seen and this crazy death cult that exists in America and other places as well. Actually, Canada is probably the worst one Sorry, Canada, but it's true. I'm not going to talk very much about Canada today, but just look up some of your abortion laws and they're not great for babies. So, but this is a war of religions. Jesus says, this is my body given up for you. It is him sacrificing himself for our very lives. The left says, this is my body and you have to die to save me. It's completely the opposite. It's completely upside down. And as I mentioned at the beginning, Leftists and celebrities, randos on social media, politicians are literally losing their minds. Let's listen to this. 
I am angry. Angry and upset? Angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep the Roe versus Wade, the law of the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be... This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people, want Roe versus Wade to maintain we as the law of the children land. In the womb, we need to we, do no, that. We are not and we have a right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there, but you get the idea. It goes a little off the rails at the end with people arguing back and forth. But that was Elizabeth Warren, state representative. First of all, why do all the leftists have crazy eyes and crazy eyebrows? I mean, like, I can't even do... If you didn't see, like, just... I mean, anyway, there's a lot of eyebrows happening there. But she has crazy eyes, too. And you can just look in the eyes and go, like, there's, like, hate and anger and evil. Like, I'm not calling her evil. Eh, But... There's just a lot of, like, there's a lot happening behind those eyes. I'm just saying. You 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 determine what you want to determine. You go and watch that. But but listen to some of these words, right? Like, like it's it, we have to fight for this quote-unquote right that is in the quote-unquote Constitution, which it isn't. Uh, even leftist justices, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, yeah, it's not in there. Um, it, again, you don't have to check, check my work on that. Go and look at what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said about Roe v. Wade. It's not in the Constitution. Again, pause the video, go find it in the Constitution and come back. I'll wait. If you're back already, that's because it's not in there. Um, so they have to fight for this right. And it is not just the reason I point out our eyes. It was a little bit of a joke. But, but the reason I pointed out is it's not just legislation we're talking about. It's not just choices we're talking about. It's not just policies we're talking about. Because if we're talking about choices and policies and democracy, they should all be happy that voting happened, their guy got elected, justices are on the Supreme Court that's supposed to be unbiased and vote for the Constitution, and they are going to vote to undo some bad legislation, which happens. Look at Dred Scott, for instance. There's some bad legislation that happens in America, which is why there are courts in the land, and which is why there is a Supreme Court in the land, which is why this is the case of democracy and democracy happening. And she's losing her mind because she goes into this crazy rant about there's all these conservatives and the conservatives have been plotting this for decades. And then all of a sudden they stack the court and they got it their way. And I, I mark my words, what she's arguing for and what you will hear in the coming days is we need to stack the court. They'll use whatever term they use, but they want to add many, many people to the court so that they can then have a majority and then rule in whatever favor they want. Mark my words, this legislation is coming and it's going to come really fast. Uh, these proposals are going to come left and right. I don't think they'll be able to get it because of the majority in Senate and whatever and filibuster rules. We don't have to go into that today, but that is what's coming because they cannot stand to lose this privilege they have to be able to kill babies. This is all about killing babies. It's not about politics. It's not about choices. It is about religion, and they have to adhere to their religion. They have to. They have to. They have to. And we even hear this from the leader of the country. The idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that 
no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Now, uh, I, yeah, this, I know it was kind of impossible to understand what he said because we have to make a judgment about a judgment. The judge is a judgment and at least he got some words out. So that was good. Um, but what he's saying here is no one has the right to take away the choice of a woman or something like that. Right. But, but there's more to it. Right. He, he admits that actually it's interesting his language if you go back and and listen to it if you missed it he says abort a child no one has a right to abort a child and so i immediately went well wait i thought we were just talking about a clump of cells right because if if we're talking about aborting a child killing a baby like you're admitting abortion kills a baby and you're not even saying killing a baby you're saying abortion is killing a child but you can't kill a child because that would be murder right but killing a baby is okay because it's in the womb and then it's not a baby but it's a clump of cells but you just said abort a child when does life begin does anyone know a biologist yeah i had to say that but this is this is where we get to their entire argument falling apart because you can't claim that a baby in a mom's belly is not a baby everyone knows everyone knows and this is where their argument falls apart which is why this isn't about choices except for the fact that they have to religiously follow their cult that says you have to be free you have to be free you have to be free and to be free you have to be able to kill whomever you need to kill to keep being free and if you don't believe me listen to this clip from new york attorney general Letitia James. And I make no apologies to anyone. To no one. To no one. And all of you also know that I am a woman of faith. I go to church. But my God teaches me all about love and acceptance. And my God teaches me about privacy. And my God says that you've got to make the best decision for your body and your life. And so, so a couple things may be wrong with that one, but this is what we're talking about, right? This is religious. It's religious on both sides. And we'll go through a couple of the things that she said because they're kind of wacky. Like this attorney general of New York City, who was leading the legislative process in New York City, uh, says her God says you have a right to privacy. First of all, find that in the Bible for me. Yeah, I've never, I've not, I've not seen that verse. Uh, and then you have this right to, you know, just protect your choice and do whatever makes you happy. I mean, I, I'm sorry, this is not, this isn't the God of the Bible. Hopefully, you recognize that. This is religious on both sides. Obviously, Christians follow the Bible. God says several things about this. Don't murder. It's kind of a big one. It's in the Big Ten. Ten Commandments. You can go and look that up. That one is in the Bible. Protect the children. Protect people who can't protect themselves. Jesus himself says, let the children come to me. Stop blocking the children. Jesus has a very great relationship with children and honors them and doesn't kill them. Protect the people who can't protect themselves, especially children. And then God, many times throughout the Bible, says that you are made in the image of God. And if you are made in the image of God, that means you're inherently worth, you're inherently valuable and have worth, which means killing you is bad. Again, back to the Ten Commandments. Don't murder. 
So this is religious for the conservative side. I make no, no stake about that. Killing babies is a sin. Killing anyone is a sin by murder just for the sake of killing people. That's a sin. We should speak out about it. We should preach about it. We should make and uphold and change laws to save babies' lives. But make no mistake, for the left, this is not about choice or laws or constitution or democracy. It is just about killing babies, period. Full stop. <coughs> this is about the radical free will to do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, without any shackle put on by God, by creation, or by reality. A baby is a baby. Sex can lead to babies. Abortion is used as contraception, period. This is the radical freedom that they want to be protected using any means necessary, whether that's legislation or burning things down. I just saw a riot in downtown LA last night over the possibility, again, decision hasn't even happened. There was a riot in LA last night where people were beating each other up over just the possibility of this decision to reduce the availability of abortion a little bit. And by the way, in California, it's not even going to change anything because California is a sanctuary state for abortion. They're setting up laws from the government to bring people to California to be able to get more abortions. So it's crazy that people in LA are rioting over this decision. Riots, punching, hitting, beating, almost killing people over the made-up and incredibly selfish right to kill your child with impunity. You see this literal violence, and you will see this literal violence escalate in the days and weeks to come. Mark my words, you're going to see this get worse because this is a religion and it must be protected at all costs. I keep hearing about some imaginary third way of Christianity where you can hear one conservative side and one leftist side, and there's something in the middle where you, you have conservatives and you have leftists or liberals or something, and then there's something in the middle and you can find compromise in the middle and we should all just be less political and, and be in the middle. There's nothing in the middle of this. Either you want to kill babies up until and even beyond birth, as in some of these things, like, like again, California has a, a bill right now where up to seven days after birth, you can kill your baby if you don't want it. This is a real thing. I'm not exaggerating. It's a real bill. Go and look it up. So you're on the side of you want to kill babies with no restrictions at all, or you're on the side of you want to save babies. That's it. I understand. We all make mistakes. Sometimes those are with other people. Sometimes that momentary lapse in judgment may lead to a pregnancy, but that is your fault. It is not the baby's fault. To argue and riot and cite your faith in God like this lady did, to show that you have the right to kill babies. I don't even think I played the part of the clip where she says she had her own abortion, and that's why she got to the place in her life where she is. Is there anything more selfish than that? This is what I started with. Like They're arguing that my body, my choice, and you, baby, must be killed so that I can live and I can succeed. There is no other thing that's going on. To argue and write and cite your faith to show you have the right to kill babies is not only heretical, but it's anti-Christ, the God who is love, the God who formed you in your mother's womb, the God who knew you before you were born and made you in his image does not support killing babies. There is no scriptural reference you can show me that supports this radical claim. There just is not. Contrary to this New York Attorney General's claim, that is not the God of the Bible. That is not faith in Jesus. I do believe it is a faith in a God. But the God who requires child sacrifice should not be entered into with a covenant very lightly, like Baal and Moloch and some of these weird Aztec gods that killed a lot of babies for their religion, just like we do. This is not a good thing. 
Jesus says, this is my body given for you. He sacrifices. And he says, we are to love as he lived. We are to give our lives sacrificially for others, including our children. To put this the other way around is just idolatry of the highest order and return to the pagan roots of just about every civilization in history. Look it up. And frankly, that's not a place I want to go. I really like having freedom, but sacrificing children on the altar of convenience should make every heart tremble with apprehension in the light of this holy God. Yet, that is the very problem, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. Romans 1.25 There's nothing new under the sun. This is not new, but it is disgusting, and it's really sad. And I know that this affects lives and it creates heartbreak, but the innocent lives shouldn't be slaughtered for our mistakes. That's where we diverge, and there is no coming back together on this. We are where we are, and we can, and we should pray for our leaders, our judges, our mothers, our fathers dealing with this issue. It's really hard, and it's really personal for many. Legislation will help, but until we repent of our sinful nature and we turn back to God, we will not really find righteousness or peace in this world. God bless. Keep the faith, and until every knee bows and every tongue confesses Jesus Christ is Lord, I'm Matt Odegaard, and this is Church Public.